Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Fahrenheit 451. Mm-hmm. I'm Jack O'Brien. Mm-hmm. That's Miles Gray. Mm-hmm. We are here to tell you what is trending right now. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the putrid, putrid buffet of American news. Yeah. Uh, which would be a, a catchphrase. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, Kenosha is obviously trending because there were two people shot and killed uh, when some armed young man uh, with a long gun uh, killed someone at a gas station and then a few other people that were trying to disarm him. That, that uh, person shot. has been apprehended, actually, turns out. We just found out. And that it was a 17-year-old. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is on a steady diet of just... Terrible, terrible, hateful rhetoric. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. This is do, just... you, do we know like what his? I, I think there was the Daily Caller apparently has an interview with him before he started killing people. Uh, so that should tell you something. Daily Caller is just like this. Seems like a nice, upstanding young man. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This is just. I mean, it's it's all. Uh, like rapidly evolving because you know at the night before this person just walked off into the night and the, and like the cops even like offered him water or some shit right right after killing some people they uh, were throwing yeah they were throwing water to unarmed or to armed militia people um, um yeah and now at this point it looks like yeah this uh young man is now he's jailed in Lake County Illinois as a fugitive from justice and he is going to be charged with First degree intentional uh, homicide um, in Kenosha County. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will yeah. see how that turns out. Um, but again, a somebody who uh, you know we had to have video circulating of them committing murder for uh, them to be apprehended. Yeah. And this uh, isn't the first time someone has been killed at a Black Lives Matter uh, protest, um, and. I unfortunately, I don't know if it'll be the last. And this is, I don't know. It's becoming very, yeah, all it's, very, very terrible, uh, very quickly and often. But that is yeah. what this year has been like. Yeah. Uh, and Wisconsin Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes was saying something we've said on the show just about the double standard between, you know, what, what these armed militia gunmen are able to get away with. He said, how many times across this country do you see armed gunmen protesting, walking into state capitals, and everybody just thinks it's okay? People treat that like it's some kind of normal activity that people are walking around with assault rifles. Um, and this is, you know, this is the result of that. That's the, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and just the, but of course, you know, armed white men with assault rifles, that means safety. Yeah. To some people. Yeah. And, and also compare, Mandela Barnes, 33 years old. Okay. Oh, wow. Shout out to these young people getting into politics. Seriously. Um, <laughs> I felt very old when uh, on tomorrow's episode, uh, our guest makes me feel very old by being like, I waited till I was age old 38. I was like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> to get my head in the game. What about you, yeah. Jack? When did you figure it out? You're like, <laughs> 47. Uh, Still waiting. Laura is also trending, uh, which is a hurricane that is strengthening as it's coming up through the Gulf of Mexico towards Texas and Louisiana, the Texas-Louisiana border. 
it's they're saying it's power and low lying geography could combine uh, to create a and this word is being used a lot, uh, which is terrifying. A unsurvivable storm surge of fifteen feet or higher, which you know that's just a wall of water that uh, the pressure of the giant hurricane just like pushes forward. So yeah, it's unsurvivable is pretty, pretty scary. Um, and hopefully everybody's getting the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. Um, if you can, and oh, I, that's just like the, one of the, the most 2020 man, we're literally yeah. now it's like unsurvivable storm surge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, I don't even know what is like, what is it today? Uh, right. And then I'm like, okay, then let me spend the rest of the day, my day stealing myself for the next day's news uh, to be able to talk about it. All right. Well, let's talk about something that doesn't sap my will to live. Uh, and that is Brittany, bitch. Brittany uh, is asking that her conservatorship come to an end or at least be. Uh, significantly altered. Uh, she's expressing frustration officially uh, with her conservatorship where her dad uh, controls her money, her... Everything. All, everything, her legal rights. Um, yeah, what she does even, like the deals she does, everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, DJ Daniel was wondering, like, are we going to get a surge of information about... You know what has what was really going on uh, under the conservatorship. You know right. we a lot of people have been reading the tea leaves and former Zeitgeist guest Barbara Gray. You know is a, is the foremost expert on Britney Spears's Instagram and all the all the hidden messaging that might and Tess be Tess Barker. Yeah, and Tess Barker uh, that might be coming at you through there. So it'll be interesting once. She, Brittany is legally allowed to speak for herself. Uh, yeah. what, what she has to say. Ooh, I, the, I can imagine what what we could find out uh, or yeah. not. Yeah, it's like I'm almost like just you know more than finding out. Just help Brittany out. It sounds like she's she does not want to be in the situation. Yeah, her 29 year old sister Jamie Lynn Spears uh, is 29. I know. Oh my god. Yeah. As if like there's like other news and then like my like feeding <laughs> That's sense of what youth does it. is also <laughs> comes down to I'm like wait, Britney Spears' little sister's 29. Um but apparently it might be easier I'm for old. her to take over the conservatorship uh and so she is you know moving to become the person the trustee of the estate. Okay. Um so I don't know. I would just try and get Get control, get get Britney to control her own destiny. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know all the details of the okay. story. So good luck. Yeah. Good luck to me. Uh trying yeah. to find all the details. Thanks. Good man. luck, bro. You're not gonna find out, man. <laughs> not if I got anything to do with it. Uh and then National Dog Day. Uh shout oh. out to our good little dogs <laughs> out there. Good boys. All the doggies. Shout out Ace to dogs. Biscuits. What was the name of your Rimby. first dog? Uh, Miles. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Was... Then what was your? How many dogs do you have? Like, go down all your dog names. Miles, Emma, Finn. That's it. My family oh. didn't have dogs growing up because uh, my little sister was afraid of them. So okay, that makes sense. 
yeah, and yeah. then you were like, well, now I got my dog. Watch me come through like DMX with, with the pit bulls. Yeah. Uh, I had my first dog was Lucky, and then Samba, and then uh, Rimby. Yeah. Lucky, I'm only, yeah, I'm Samba, a three dog, Rimby. three dog night too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't know why we gave all our dogs people names. Uh, I I think I would go more uh, creative. Like, yeah, they got to end with like a like a why. Or like, yeah. cause you know, you always give that affect. You'll never be like, even, hey, you know, Wimby. Ace, I'll say AC or I yeah. say bandages because right. even though it's Ace Biscuits, Nick started calling him Ace Bandages and then bandages <laughs> seems fun. And then he kind of looks like a little mummy and sometimes he'll look like he has bandages on and he has nice oh. curly hair and, and then Anna's putting him on the Zoom call. And then now oh. I forgot about white supremacy and global warming. Yeah. But that does not help me forget that Jamie Lynn Spears is 29 years old. <laughs> that is one oh thing I my. cannot forget about. Yeah. No no, um, the, no cute dog will ever help me get over that fact that I am old. I am an old. Oh, look at his flappy little ears. Um, yeah. Go. Thank you. Uh, I've officially come to terms with my oldness, my elderly uh Just that status. Oldsmobile, man. It's all good, dude. <laughs> That's right. You're an OG. Uh, yeah, cool. That's a cool way of saying it. Old right? guy. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, uh, as we're recording this, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are uh, not coming out to uh, the beginning of their game five of the playoffs. Um, the, this was something that people were talking about. Uh, the The Raptors were talking about boycotting. Uh, the their next playoff game and uh, the Bucks have not come out. Um, wow! Yeah, to protest the the Jacob Blake shooting, man. Yeah, I mean, oof. The Raptors and Celtics are jointly discussing a game one boycott. Um, so, I mean, yeah, yeah it'll be is, interesting is, to see how the how this is handled by the league um because <laughs> yeah i can can only imagine how a league that's like trying to figure out how to make the most money on this like you're gonna boy what what's that now uh-uh. uh they're calling it delayed as of right now on the uh yeah on wow okay ESPN. i so. mean that is that's the thing you know uh, i'm i'm glad to see a lot of people getting in touch with whatever they can do to make a statement about this because we've you know, we were people were out here in the streets trying to make this conversation happen. It settled down and we're kind of recycling things. And yeah, I mean, yeah, this is the only way we can continue to to make the the statements that we need to to get the requisite attention and will from the people to begin changing. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, Fred Van Vliet was the one who uh, he's the raptors he's he's got like sort of a the natural vibe to him and that he's like this kind of smallish guy who just started playing out of his mind towards the end of last year and through the title run of the raptors uh and he's become kind of a spokesperson for the players and was just saying you know walking through the reasoning and just he was like i'm just kind of thinking out loud here but you know we came down here we said we didn't want to distract from the conversation and you know, the, the reality is that like, you know, if, if the owner of the Milwaukee bucks is losing money, uh, and you know, uh, on a, in a situation like this, then like maybe something will happen because currently, uh, not nothing is happening. Yeah. Uh, and dude, 
Boyd just called it historic boycott of game five. Wow. It's happened. So Woj? Yeah. Yeah. Woj, Woj. Woj bomb. Woj at Woj ESPN. Just letting them know it's official now. Was it both uh, both sides? Uh both teams boycotting? His tweet is the Milwaukee Bucks have decided to boycott game five. Sources tell it ESPN. So the magic get the win, but the Bucks are like fuck it. I don't Yeah, but I guess then what do you do if other teams and you know opponents in one series say we're both actually gonna we're putting it down? Well, right. That's um, what the Celtics and the Raptors are discussing, both boycotting game one, uh, right. which is the Eastern Conference semifinals. Um, so then in that case, like what is what happens? Um, I don't know. I guess that's what. Yeah. Like all the tweets you're seeing about this is just like people like league officials just like talking up a storm in the hallways trying to figure out like what this means, what to do, what to do if other teams start to. So. Uh, yeah, sorry. Then you know this is what happens. There, there. Many people can disrupt your entertainment. Um, yeah, especially when there are real things to be in focusing on. Yeah. Ooh, man. Shout out to them, man. That's really yeah. Seriously, that's not Shout easy. Shout out to Athletes, Milwaukee Bucks. Especially right now, the the NBA has become the fucking lightning rod for conservatives to just harass. You go on, on Reddit, the NBA subreddit has lost it. Like it's there's so much brigading of like conservatives coming in there who don't know anything about basketball just coming in with trash conservative takes. It's, it's oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the NBA, why like, because of the jerseys? Yeah, exactly. And I think just because of the statements that are being made, and then there's like you know a lot of brigading for Luca and like calling the Clippers thugs, and like people were dropping Jesus. the n bombs in the in the live uh, like thread for the game. It was. It's uh, it's expressing itself in many different ways, but yeah, this is uh, this is the situation we're finding ourselves in. So I hope we can get out of this peacefully and begin to like make the proper steps. Uh, all right, guys, that's gonna do it for us for today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of our show. Until then, uh, wash your hands, wear a mask, stay inside, be kind to each other, be kind to yourselves. Don't do nothing about white supremacy and we'll talk to y'all tomorrow bye bye